and welcome to another episode of Moon Child Musings. My name is Kylie and I'm here once again to just take a little time and talk about an important subject. Um, each time that I come to you, each time that I choose a subject, it's all with a hope that it will give you some sort of insight and give you some kind of healing or maybe even just a tiny bit of change of thought or expansion of thought um, or interest. That is what I started this podcast out as and that is what I continue to hope to do. So I appreciate everyone that listens and I appreciate all the love that you give me um, in, in return and I have a lot of gratitude for that. So um, welcome everyone. Um, this week, I almost feel like this week is a continuation from last week. I've been really feeling the en- energy of um, this full moon that we've just had in Leo and like really working with um, my heart and but also just even the nature of following your heart, of the condition of my heart, um, what is leading my heart, and how I can stand up for my heart, um, which I think are all very much indicative of the Leo um, kind of tenacity of the fire sign that um, is looking to lead from the heart. And... uh, I naturally too we have um, Valentine's Day coming on Friday which is I mean not necessarily like my uh, (laughs) most important holiday Um, I think it's definitely a holiday for consumerism and things like that Um, but I think that you know any chance that we can take a moment and think about love Um, is important because I think that um, there's something and it's in me and I don't know maybe it's in you and maybe it's in this world a little bit but when I start to talk about like gushy things like love I have this reaction like almost like I'm being silly Um, and when I talk about things like last week's podcast about like self-love and loving yourself I have this and it must be to do with my ego must be to be to do with how I've kind of protected my heart or maybe it's an old story that I'm releasing but um, I have this really funny reaction of like that I'm being almost like a like schoolgirl or like you know being very silly um talking about these things yet I'm a person who has a lot of love Um, I'm a person who really believes in self-love. I'm a person who wants to give love. Um, And yet I feel this strange thing around love. Um, And so anyways, uh, today I wanted to focus on... Actually, funny enough, when I began thinking about today's podcast, I... I've been wanting to do a podcast about the chakras um, because chakras are a big part of um, the teachings that I do. I've done like chakra immersion 
classes and um, you know chakra yoga, chakra healing, um, because I'm a Reiki practitioner as well. Um, there's a lot of work with chakras for me, and I find that chakras are a really easy, simplified way for people who are new to the world to um, visualize points in the body. Um, so anyways, my, my plan for today was to do um, an all-out chakra episode, but um, I just finished teaching a heart opener yoga class, and... I feel very called to talk about the heart chakra specifically. Um, Maybe it's little heart candies that I'm chewing on currently. (laughs) Um, But I think that it's, for me, the heart chakra is one of the most important, if not the most important chakra in our bodies. So let's break down chakra because not everybody knows what the heck I'm talking about. So chakra is actually a Sanskrit word for um, wheel or circle. So it's a point in the body, an energetic point in the body, in our energetic body, um, where there's a certain connection of energy flow to specific emotions and um, physical um, symptoms, feelings. Um, It's where we carry history as well, like old um, experiences, memories, Um, it's where we carry our pain, it's where we carry, um, our grief, it's where we carry our connection to our bodies, um, our connection to the universe, um, our connection to our communication, um, to our inner fire, um, to our inner strength, um, you know, there's a lot. So there's seven main chakras, um, that we are that we often hear about or that we often work with um, and they begin at our root or the base of our spine we have the root chakra so I'm just going to briefly go through each one but I'm going to sp- talk specifically about the heart chakra and then maybe as the episodes go I'll feel connected to one and we can kind of get to know each one in an in-depth level like we will with the heart chakra um, so the root chakra is our base, so it goes into our legs and our feet. It's um, often connected to our uh, history and our life experiences, our feelings of security and safety, like childhood kind of experiences. It's what grounds us, um, and it's associated with the color red. We have the sacral chakra, which is three fingers below our belly button. It's glows a color orange and it's connected to our emotions it's our passionate chakra it's in the area of our sexual organs so it can be linked to creativity and um you know really like really deep emotional things because it's also in our hips um so even though it's an orange glowing chakra it is connected to the element of water um, and it's, it needs fluidity and a lot of the time we're really tight in that area. Um, so three fingers above our belly button, we have our solar plexus chakra, which is yellow and it glows, um, for me, like it's like a fire, a little inner, it's our inner fire. It's our confidence when it's underactive. We have our doubt there. It's also our gut feelings on things. 
um, and it's what kind of drives us. It's our inner sunshine. Um, and then we have our heart chakra, which is in our heart space. Um, it will, I will be going more in depth with the heart chakra, but for right now, just as I make my way up, it is goes the color green. Some people feel more connected to pink. Um, and it stores our, um, our emotions, our feelings, our ability to forgive, our compassion. Um, it also carries a lot of baggage sometimes, our hurts, our grief. It is also the bridge between the physical below chakras and the more spiritual um, chakras above the heart chakra. So moving on, we have the throat chakra, which is in our throat, obviously. Um, it is blue and it's responsible for our communication with both others and ourselves. Um, we have the third eye chakra, which is between our eyebrows. Um, this one for me, I mean, I hear lots of different colors, indigo. Um, I like to keep this one open because to me, the third eye chakra is like our connection to our intuition. Um, so for me, I like to describe it as a pane glass window or as a, um, like a stained glass window um, with different colors maybe or whatever you feel connected to. Um, so this is where a lot of our dreams come from and um, where we find that connection to something bigger. Um, and then we have our crown chakra, which is in the seven chakras, the only chakra that extends out of the body. So you can think of it as a little crown on the top of the head, or even um, a lotus flower on the top of the head. Um, you can hear it, hear it described as white, or sometimes I've heard even like lavender, Again, I like to keep this one a little open because it is connect our connection to all things, to the universe, to all things in this world, um, and you know our connection to spirituality and our ascension and all of those things. So those are the seven very briefly <laughs> talked about chakras. And what I love about them, as I was saying, is that it gives people an ability to both not only think about a specific part of the body, um, but think about a color, think about a feeling, an energy, um, and really connect back to our bodies. And I think that's really important to remember is, you know, we carry a lot of our emotions um, in the body. You know, when we have an experience it's in the body as well as it is in our mind. And, you know, that's where a lot of ailments come from, like muscle pain or tension, indigestion, um, heaviness. Um, just, I mean, I can go on forever. Um, but the body is not just this physical thing. It holds a lot of, it's an energetic thing that holds a lot of energy and that can be bogged down. I mean, even if you think about it, when we are not feeling well or when we're suffering or struggling, when we have grief, um, we naturally sort of fold in more to the body. Our shoulders kind of crouch inwards. We hold ourselves in a different way. But yet when we're feeling like 
proud or strong or excited or whatever we are feeling tall and confident and it changes the physical um, makeup of the body the body's a lot more straight um, and you know we're holding ourselves in a different way so our bodies tell us a lot um, but the problem is is especially in this world we are so disconnected from our bodies um, we're so unaware of even something as simple as our breath um, a lot of my clients I always say to them you know go in the middle of the day at lunchtime like on your lunch break for example if you work normal like during the day hours and or if you don't I'm just saying something in the mid break of your day and um, notice how you like just close your eyes even right now when you're listening to this podcast close your eyes if you can and notice what's happening with your breathing like notice is your breath short are you taking little short breaths or are you taking deep inhales and deep exhales Most likely you're not taking deep inhales and deep exhales. <laughs> it's not natural in our state of constantly doing and being in this removed from our body exterior state to have that as our natural. But even taking just a few minutes of that breath work of taking a few long inhales and releasing on the exhales, um, it will really change how you feel and even again change how you're holding your body right now i'm um i'm currently 31 weeks pregnant and uh, so i'm very pregnant and i um have restriction in my breathing as you can probably hear so i apologize um because my little bubba is growing so big that he's pushing on my my lungs and just um i'm uh losing some of my space because he's taking so much but anyways that's a side note um so the heart chakra the heart chakra in sanskrit is called anahata it is the space between um, it's basically right in the middle um, of your chest. It also connects back to the your back, your spine as well. Um, it a lot of the time we think it's just like the front part of our body, but we, a lot of the time if we're carrying pain in our hearts will have back pain as well, or we'll have a heaviness in between our shoulder blades. Um, and this is a physical symptom of a challenged heart chakra. Um, the heart chakra for me is in constant flux of being open, closed, blocked, whatever you want to call it. It's the place for me that is in constant healing um it's not i haven't personally gotten to a place where i just feel like my heart chakra is constantly open 
heart chakra for me is the place where I try to focus a lot of my energy because it is also the place where I can come to forgiveness. It's the place where I can find compassion. It's the place where I can find understanding and acceptance. And it's the place where I can find love for myself and for others. So a lot of the time when we have a heart chakra that is blocked or um, that is closed, we are dealing with many things, but some of them being we're holding grudges, so we're not using forgiveness. Um, We have challenges with our old baggage, so we don't trust easily. So we've been hurt, so we're carrying around the scars on our heart chakra. We give in to negative self-talk, so we um, have this, we carry around this low self-esteem, so this feeling of lack, um, our lower worth to others. Um, We have our emotions bottled up, so you know, kind of in a similar way what I was talking about, how I felt like talking about love and all that stuff felt very silly. Well, that's like something that I have created in myself that is bottling up um, my true emotions. Um, we can be holding on to past hurts. Um, and one of the biggest things and one of my big learnings of this life is that you can't stop focusing on others but and you're not putting yourself first or putting yourself last. So those are just like very small list of things that um, could be closing your heart chakra or could give you some heart chakra challenges. Um, things like grief and depression are also felt in the heart chakra. Um, so mental illness can come from, um, challenges in the heart chakra because you have to remember that the heart chakra is our bridge to the things below and the things above. Um, so it can hold a lot more than just one thing. It's a collective of what makes us us it's a collective of our experiences it's a collective of our pain um it's a collective of what we've carried through our life it's a collective of what makes us happy and what we love um so there's so much in the heart chakra But I also find that it's also one of the chakras that is the most challenged. And a lot of the time when I talk about it, people really can resonate with one of the things that I list of challenge of the heart chakra. And it is so important to work with healing the heart chakra and taking the time to think about what we're carrying in our hearts. Um you know, what is it that is making our heart heavy? What is it that makes our heart glow bigger? You know, getting kind of clear about that. What is it that 
we're carrying? What is it that we maybe don't want to look at? The heart chakra can be really hard to look at because like I said, we can be carrying over old baggage, old grief, old pain that we don't even consciously know we have. We maybe feel like we have to be tough or maybe feel like we have to be happy all the time. So we don't want to look at something that's in our hearts that hurts. We want to, you know, brush it away and push it away. But one of the things that I am reminded of all of the time is that in order to have an open heart and to lead with an open heart as I was talking about and to open your heart chakra is that we feel all things. An open heart does not mean that we um, only have love for everything and everyone. It means that we feel great sadness. We feel silliness. We feel laughter. We feel forgiveness. We feel compassion. And I think feel is the important word here. We feel our way through things. We drop out of the head and into the heart because a lot of the time there's this sort of argument happening and I, my gosh, do I ever know this between our head and our hearts because our head is telling us one thing and our and our ego is telling us one thing and our obligations are telling us one thing and our fear is telling us one thing and our hearts are trying so hard to slowly show you what's really important what's really you what is really going to give you a heart-centered experience? And I think that that is by far one of the biggest learnings that I have experienced in my life is trying to actively drop into the heart. Because the mind is very loud and the mind yells at us and, and, and can be louder than the heart. And the mind says this is the way it is and that's what it is. The mind can be very black and white. The heart is different. When we're following our hearts, when we're listening to our hearts, we're not thinking about other people and other experiences and whether or not they're going to... um, what their importance has to it. So we're not thinking about, well, what's that person going to say if I do this? Okay, for example. We're thinking about, oh, sorry, I take that back. We're feeling our way through something. So often we ignore our hearts because we feel like we need to be practical. We feel like we need to, um, you know, be uh, reasonable or rational Um, and somehow we get lost and we pull away from our hearts and we feel like we need to use our minds so that we can find like the most logical approach 
I think about me as a little girl and my heart, you know, your, our hearts when we're born, when we're children, we have these little open, innocent hearts, you know, that just want to love and, and we react and, and guess what? We cry and we don't know how to deal with our emotions, but we have our emotions. We let our emotions in. It's only when people start telling us that we need to start acting certain ways and we need to, you know, calm down or, um, you know, that we start to feel like we can't really listen to that place inside of us that we're feeling our way through life with. And it's no one's fault because we've all been um, sort of um, natured, sorry, nurtured in this way to to um, fulfill these certain roles and, you know, we're just doing what we've been told. We're passing down all of the different ways of thinking and doing from our previous generations because that's what we know but something happens to us you know we are these innocent little beings and then we just get squashed you know we get squashed and told to get out there in the big world and and be something that maybe we're not um we're told that we're too emotional or you know, when we struggle, it's like it's not okay and you should have your stuff together. We're told that the things that we love are like a waste of time, you know, and that's a big thing too. And it's like all of a sudden we have to start thinking about money and responsibilities and being an adult and what happens to that little piece in us that connection to our hearts you know and I understand like we live in a world where you know unfortunately we do need money to live (laughs) and there are points of responsibility that are important um you know we gotta show up for people and be there for people and um you know we have to we have people who count on us um we um have to find ways to make money um you know we have to live in a world that's not necessarily always heart-centered mind you i think there's ways of bringing a heart-centered life into even this world and i think that there is something happening out there where we're all beginning to open up our eyes to a different way of being um that we're not just accepting what is and what we have to do and we're starting to question what we're doing and question our lives and what we do with our lives and there's a lot of people branching out to um kind of self-motivated um unique ways of living and entrepreneurial ways of living and things like that um living with our passion projects and things like that but yet we still all struggle. You know, we still all um, have something in our heart that, you know, we're playing with, whether it's 
not being able to forgive someone, whether it's holding on to a grudge, whether it's challenges of trust, whether it's self-esteem problems, whether it's not listening to your heart. And sometimes it's, it's hard to listen to our hearts. It, it's, it's hard to give in and not listen to our heads. Because then actually, in fact, when we surrender and we feel our way through something, it's actually easier. But yet we make it so hard because we complicate everything with our minds. And when we begin to listen to our hearts, when we begin to listen to that gentle pull from the heart, and when we start to live from the heart, even if it's for like a little bit, even if it's for like a glimpse in time, we feel amazing. We feel so good. And then we get lost again somehow. (laughs) So in fact, it feels hard to get to that point But once we're there, and once we can really tune in, it actually is really simple. And a lot of our problems are things that we create. A lot of our problems are things that we think we need to be doing, or we think we should feel when we don't, or we're not letting go of things, even if we're saying we're letting go of things, we're not. Um... We're holding on to these past experiences and these past pains and we're looking for things outside of ourselves to try to fill ourselves up, but we don't need those things. That's the thing. And that's why Valentine's Day feels silly because it's like, oh, it's one day a year where we tell each other we love each other and then we buy each other crap. (laughs) None of those things matter the end of the day I've learned that too all the stuff in the world will not make you feel love for someone else or love for yourself what does make you feel love for yourself is forgiving yourself is finding compassion for yourself is talking to yourself in a positive way is feeling what it feels like to love letting go of what other people's expectations are on you and starting to just feel your way through life beginning to live for yourself regardless of what people will think regardless of how you have to explain your decisions or how you feel or how you act I mean I always say that we can't be out hurting other people just because we feel like it's our connection to love (laughs) but I don't think that that's what it does I think that when we drop out of our head we stop making a muck and we come into our hearts And all of a sudden, when we're able to feel that on such a deep level, we can help others feel that as well. And I think when we start to open our heart, when we start to forgive, and when we start to find compassion, 
we can look at other people in a human way and look at them for what they are instead of creating all these scenarios in our minds we can look at them and see them in maybe a sad way a human way we can see that they are just struggling like we've struggled but we could also make the decision for ourselves that our heart wants more that our heart doesn't need to be changed by this other person or the situation that we know what's best for ourselves that we can feel what's best for us that we can send love and light to other people but we don't have to pour our everything into someone to help them heal because I really feel like we are our ultimate healers when we let go of these old stories when we let go of our victimhood when we let go of our pain or when we acknowledge what is happening in the heart we not anybody else we can begin to open our heart for us for ourselves not for anyone else we can begin to feel deeper feel stronger into what we want into the life we want and we can speak from the heart and that doesn't mean that we only speak in words of you're lovely and you're amazing and this and that it means that we speak from a place that is our truest form we're speaking to others not because we are talking from our pain body where we feel like they've wronged us and we need to make sure that they they feel it or or we unconsciously you know feel like playing little like things like um playing games and mind games and saying things we don't really mean when we mean something else to try to get the person to to understand us even though we're not actually saying what we're what we're feeling those are all things when the heart chakra is not open. But when we say things, and maybe they're hard things to say, that's when we're coming from the heart. When we say something that we really feel, it's almost like a visceral feeling where we can almost feel it exiting the heart. It doesn't mean that what we're saying is easy. It just means that what we're, feel- we're saying is true. And there isn't some hidden meaning behind it. There's an innocence behind it. There's a kindness. There's a love behind it. And sometimes love is hard. Sometimes love means getting real. Being real with the people around you. And being real with what you want. What you really want. Past all that other crap. Living with an open heart and opening your heart chakra and tuning into your heart space is not easy in the terms of this world because we live in a world where we want to paint everything pretty and we want to sweep everything under the carpet and we don't want to deal with things face on but when we make a choice to listen to our hearts to heal our hearts to sit in all of the emotions of the heart We will feel stronger, more fulfilled, more loved, more compassion than we ever have in our entire lives. 
we will feel more in alignment with what we truly are meant to be doing than ever before. And I think it goes back to what I was talking about in my last podcast. Who are you living for? And in this case, let's drop into the heart. Let's drop into your heart. Into that space. So I wanted to finish today's podcast with a little bit of a heart chakra meditation. I also wanted to quickly briefly talk about um, different ways to heal the heart chakra. Um, You know, talking about what I just talked about and really examining how it kind of pops up in your life is one of them. I think taking the time for self-love and self-care are also huge parts of it. So the heart chakra, we can do meditations, we can do yoga, um, we can just become much more conscious of where things are coming from. And body awareness is a big one because like I said, we when we get caught up in our head and our body is telling us one thing, and our hearts are telling us one thing, and our guts are telling us one thing, and we avoid whatever that is, that's not healing our heart chakra. To heal the heart chakra, we need to begin to listen or even just build that awareness of the differences of feeling. Feeling something through our guts, feeling something through our heart, and feeling something through our mind. What is different? What does each thing say? Break it down. And that might give you some guidance of what to do next and how to move forward or how to speak to that person or whatever. Um, Some of the foods connected to the heart chakra are all green foods. Um, You know, heart health is really important. Um, We have the green colored heart chakra. Um, So green smoothies are really great. Um, You know, green apples and uh, salads um, and... um, Anything in the green family is a really great way if we can start to eat that energy. Um, We can use things like rose quartz, which we know is the heart um, stone. Anything in the pink or the green stone area. Um, I like working with stones for the heart chakra because sometimes we can actually place the stone on our hearts. And it just feels really nice to have um, just a little bit of weight so that we can build that awareness to the center of our chest. Um, I like to use um, morganite, amazonite. Um, I mean, there's so many stones you can use for the heart chakra. Um, But mostly rose quartz I use for the heart chakra. Um, I I can use rainbow fluorite as well. Um, and then just doing little um, mantra work Um, so mantra is something that we can bring in where we repeat a phrase that is holds some sort of energy and it is um, 
something that is meditative in the sense that we can repeat something like, I forgive myself, um, I love myself, and we say it over and over again until we start to feel the energy behind it. So there's lots of different ways to work with the heart chakra. There's also a ton of different um, YouTube meditations. Um, there's so much. So I'm going to invite you now to, uh, if you are uh, interested slash, slash if you are able to do a little meditation with me for your heart chakra. Um, so finding a comfortable place to sit, uh, ideally, if we know that seated in a cross-legged is not for us, um, you know, we can lay down, we can bend our knees, we can come to a chair, or we can go to our bed, um, we can do whatever feels best for us. I like to sit on a pillow and have my back up against um, the wall for chakra meditations just because we have that long line of energy coming out the top of our heads. So wherever we are, begin to close your eyes. And once again, let's start to notice what's happening with our breath. Start to notice your inhales and your exhales. Notice if your inhales are short, your exhales are short. We start to find some length. So extending our inhales to match our exhales. Maybe even taking a few big inhales through the nose and exhales out the mouth. And just notice what's happening to your body as you do this. Are we starting to soften up at all? Are we feeling any tension begin to fade away? Notice where we're holding tension. Notice if our shoulders are really close to our ears or if we're holding them up. Starting to feel them slowly soften and let go. Notice if we're holding tension in our face and our jaw, so it's tight. Begin to feel them slowly release. I want you to begin to send your breath down into your belly button. Maybe even bring your hand onto your belly feeling your belly rise and fall. And I want you to leave your right hand on your belly. 
and you lean your left hand onto your heart. I want you to notice if you can feel any energy, any sensation, anything right off the bat as we bring our hand onto our chest. I want you to notice the chest rising and falling. you to begin to in your mind think about a flower a little bud any kind of flower it could be a rose it could be a daisy any color that comes to mind I want you to feel it appear in the center of your chest underneath your palm I want you with each inhale breath to feel any kind of energy. Maybe it's green energy, maybe it's pink, maybe it's white light beginning to draw in through the bud, the flower. And every time you take an exhale, the flower very slowly begins to open. So each inhale, we invite in healing energy. We invite in green, we invite in pink, white, whatever comes to mind. And each time we take an exhale, we begin to feel the petals open. And just noticing each color that comes to mind. Noticing the petals, the textures. Notice if there's shadows, if some of the petals are ripped or broken. And with each exhale, with each petal that opens, I want you to think about something that we can let go of. Maybe something that we've been carrying. Something that hasn't allowed our heart to open. Our flowers to begin to slowly open. What is that story that you keep telling yourself? What do you need to let go of? What do you need to meet with love? Who do you need to forgive? Maybe you need to forgive yourself. Maybe you need to find compassion for yourself. Maybe there's 
a story or an experience that has happened that you hold on to that you wish hasn't happened but has how can you find compassion and love for yourself maybe there's something that your heart has been longing for but that you hide away You see yourself there, doing it, feeling it. Noticing how it feels. Noticing how your flower looks. Noticing any energy, any sensations. What is your heart saying? What do you really want? Maybe it's as simple as loving yourself a little more, forgiving yourself. Maybe it's as simple as letting go of something from your past or letting go of something negative you keep telling yourself. As we take our next inhale, I want you to invite that deep healing energy through your nose. Feel it coming in and down into your heart, opening your flower fully. Inviting in any emotion, any feeling, any release, maybe it's even joy. Knowing that anything we seek the love we look for, the pain we feel and the joy we feel is all felt here. And we are meant to feel it all, to immerse ourselves in everything that we feel. And that that's okay. to know that it's okay to forgive yourself, that it's okay to love yourself just as you are, regardless of what anyone else thinks. I want you to bring both hands onto your heart. I want you to feel connected listening. On your next inhale breath, I want you in your mind to say, I am love. And as you exhale, I am love. As you inhale, I forgive. And as you exhale, I forgive. And as you take your next inhale, I let go. And as you exhale, I 
Let go. As you take your next inhale, I am listening. And as you exhale, I am listening. Next time you take an inhale, I'd like you in your mind's eye to say, I love you. And as you exhale, I love you. Slowly begin to release your hands away from your heart. Make any, any adjustments you need to. Keeping your eyes heavy. Continuing your deep belly breath. On your next inhale, begin to draw your right arm up to the sky. On your exhale, bringing the right hand down the center line of the face and meeting at the heart. As you inhale, the left arm draws up down the center line of the face and meeting at the heart, bringing your hands into prayer at your heart center. I want you to push your thumbs into your heart space. And I want you to find gratitude for all the things your heart has brought you. For each feeling that you felt. For all the love. For all the sadness. For all the times that your heart broke and came back together. For the ability to love both others and yourself and for the strength to continue on. I want you to bring your thumbs to your third eye between your eyebrows, bowing your head down. And as you do so, find gratitude for all the things you have for this moment and for your heart. Namaste.